Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. In my endless pursuit for world peace, <laughs> I mean, um, a rebrand of making love. We took the issue to to Facebook, to we our did. social media group. We did. We placed it firmly in the hands of our listeners of how we rebrand making love to make it not sound so 70s porn star. And um, uh, our group had a fair crack at it, but I think they misread <laughs> the, the brief a little bit. I feel like they did too. They jumped in. Uh, <laughs> they, were trying to, they were trying to give us uh, different uh, alternatives to having sex, not... Making, making love. love. There's a very distinct yes. difference because there's so many different ways that we can talk about having sex and fucking and like all of the euphemisms, but we're talking making love, like super being intimate and, and have that meaning without that really gross, like you want to make love. Yes, baby, that, that 70s porn stash vibe. Um, the, I think the winner from <laughs> from our uh, somewhat awkward attempt at solving it was want some sucky fucky. <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh but then uh, so romantic <laughs> so, ro- so deep so romantic but then someone on the page linked to like a, a compilation of all the different ways you can uh, euphemisms for, for oh, having no. sex <laughs> and some good ones some yet. good ones jumped up <laughs> uh, Liz would you ever want to play a game of Mr. Wobbly hides his helmet <laughs> no <laughs> How about how about mattress dancing? That sounds quite oh, nice. I don't mind mattress yeah. dancing. I've heard mattress mumbo before, not mattress. Or the horizontal tango, or whatever yeah. it is. Yes. Um, An amorous congress. That sounds like a political. Yeah, it sounds nice on the surface, but then you think, <laughs> that well, how sounds does like co- what Bill Clinton did. How does? Yeah, that's right. And how does Congress work normally? Normally, it's it's a frigid, a frustrating system of of trying to get things done. Yes, I'd like to uh, submit a bill to the. To the bedroom that uh, to <laughs> I dissent. <laughs> that tonight I, I enjoy myself. Uh, jiffy stiffing? Nope. No good? Nope. The forbidden polka? Mm, mysterious. Struggle snuggling? It's definitely not. <laughs> Just the. No? No good? Squishing the ghibli bits? No. I thought you were going to say giblets, and I was like <laughs> thinking of I just have this naked cooked chicken in my head. Well, if not, if nothing else works, how about locking legs and making gravy? No, oh. <laughs> I don't want that gravy on anything. So, readers, <laughs> we return. The ball is now back in your court since you have failed to um, get it right. To smooth this over. We need an alternative the- to making love, I not know- for having sex, for making love. Look. We are grateful for your input. This is hilarious. Oh, yes. It's all been very But it's funny. not solving our PR crisis for making love. No, not quite yet. Welcome but to Ghosts of Boyfriends Past, everybody. I am Liz Best. And uh, Tom Harris. Hello, everyone. With- still passionate as ever about... <laughs> 
about the core issues in society. We talk about the things that matter. That's right. So today is one of our main episodes, which means we have a guest. Yes, we do. We have a guest. He is host of the podcast, I Work With a Nightmare. He's also a commercial radio host in Mackay. We have Sam Blacker. Woo! Hello! Hey, Sam! I'll be forwarding you my uh, resume after this, uh, (laughs) after I've just found out you work in radio. That's very nice. (laughs) Very convenient. Mate, there are no jobs in radio. (laughs) Bugger. Yeah, everyone's getting made redundant. That's true. (laughs) No one creative Mm. has a job at the moment that's sustainable. (laughs) So, Sam, you're calling in from up north in Queensland. Yeah, um, the the place even purer from COVID than the rest of you in in Queensland. Um, We're the real rednecks who are just really keen on those borders staying closed. (laughs) You were keen on the borders staying closed before it was a thing. Oh, mate, it's crazy. Yeah. um, Are you part of the tribe? Uh, Some people believe that uh, the north of Queensland should break away and form its own uh, state. Are you you on that, uh, that train? I am, but not for the traditional reasons. Oh. Like, I, you know, they're just like, we want to be independent and all that. I want it to happen, but I want to be able to film it. And just, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah, I want to see what happens, you know? Like, just when they're like, oh, no, the people who organise things are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Look, uh, we the- left all the note takers down south. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> The purest uh, form of documentary is pretty much just sitting back and watching, watching shit fall to pieces. Yeah, mm. no offence to any North Queenslanders. They're all lovely people, but yeah. Yeah, it'll you be live very, there. It, you need to keep them happy. Mm, yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. yeah, it's... What, what, so how does this go? So how What's does it go? What, how it goes is... You've got a story to tell us and we've got some rules to tell you because that's okay. where the buzz killers. Like, yes, we have to lay down the law sometimes. Look, there's not too many rules. We need you to have an alias for whoever you're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Um, if you slip up and say their name, we can bleep you. It has happened. Um, but it's probably better if you have an alias. Um, and no and- threats. You can't threaten anybody. <laughs> No yeah. death threats. We're not telling you what happened to, for us to get to this rule. But and that rule isn't specific to you, uh, my friend. It's we, we, we give it to everyone. It's not just we didn't see your face come up and go, okay, okay, okay this guy needs go. the threats rule. Yeah. Mm. So you can't, you know, don't like threaten to come after anybody or, you know, do that off mic and we can sort something out for you. Not saying anything. Um, and also... Anyone that pieces together who, um, who this story is about and uh, orbiting satellites attached to it, keep quiet. Don't ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah, look, the don't be a dick rule is is well in force for all our listeners. If you figure out who he's talking about, don't we don't do doxing on this podcast. No, thank you, please. No, thank you. All right, so Sam, set us up for us. Where does this story start? Well, um, I think I was talking to you. I've, I've, I've got a, f- a couple cool. um, that are more short-term because I think my dating relationship life has been very much a case of uh, going for people who are very much not emotionally available and me being too emotionally available. Wonderful. Um, That's always such a great start. Oh, isn't it? Um, but my first serious relationship uh, was definitely a, a turning point for me. It happened in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um, was dating for about six months and ah, you know when you're in your early 20s and you don't have a fucking clue what you're doing yeah, um, yeah. we're well aware of that in this podcast it's most it's, our guests. It's just like oh, i don't Ooh. know yeah um and i i mean okay 
all cards on the table, and this this will make I, maybe I'm the 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 the, the dirtbag in this, but uh, she was a friend's ex. Okay. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, mm. How, how uh, you'll know. You, I mean, you have the answers, but was there was there a, a long time difference uh, after they split up? You know, was there treading on toes too much, or was it, in your opinion, uh, you know, above board and and okay? Well, uh, I was led to believe by both of the other parties that they had not been together for some time. Well, for like a month. Led and to they believe. Not, yeah, though they only dated for a month. Your Honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I only found out after I ended up breaking up with the girl that um, she had slept with the, the, the former friend uh, a day before I got together with her. Ooh. So, oh. oh, boy. Yeah, that friendship was lost. But. Right. Oh, did, did, so did you talk to that friend at all about... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he didn't tell me either. Okay. Yeah, mm. that's not good. You don't need either of those people in your life. <laughs> Yeah, so okay. it, it is what it is, and um, obviously trust is a an important thing, yeah. and that led to some issues further on. Um, I stayed over at her place. This is the the big hurdle for me. I'm getting into it pretty early on. Yeah. Um, I stayed over at her place. Got up early. I'm a, a tech addict. Always on Facebook. I opened the laptop to look at Facebook, saw a new message, started reading it, realised that it was her account logged in. Oh, no. Um, Now, before we go any further on this, backstory on the guy who was sending messages. Uh, She had been flirting with him when she was flirting with me um, before we started dating. Uh, And about a week previous to him sending the message, we'd gone out together to a place where he was. As we left, she just said, oh, can you put your arm around me? Oh, Uh, mm, yep. And she did it to rub it in his face. I found that out afterwards. Yes. Mm. Uh, I then found out that he had started messaging her. She told me this, but she said the phrase, uh, but it's pretty hard to have a conversation when you're messaging a brick wall. So she was implying that she wasn't replying back. Of course Mm. she was. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I opened messages to see things like, um, what are you up to? And her being like, well, I'm still in bed, so I'm still naked. Of course. Him saying, I really want to see you. I can't right now. All that sort of stuff. Just never went beyond that as far as I'm aware, but. That's yeah. enough. Like my mm. personal rule is you, I would never do anything that I wouldn't do if my partner was standing right next to me. And I feel like that's the definition of cheating for me is that if you do something or talk to somebody in a way that you wouldn't talk to them if your partner was right next to you, that's the line already crossed. Yeah, you should pretend like uh, your social messaging is uh, going to be read out in court one day. Yes. It should it should read totally innocently <laughs> and you can just stand there innocent as, as all you like. That's, what, that's yeah. what I feel. So did you ever bring this up with her or was, did this all come out in the wash? Oh, so basically there's three days where I went, not radio silence, but was definitely cold yeah. as I was trying to figure out what to do because I also was struggling with the fact that I'd read her messages. So and that's really that's, hard thing because yes. I've been in that position before and it's just like you've done a wrong thing but you've discovered a wrong thing, so who's more wrong at this point? And it wasn't an intentional wrong thing I did, but I could hear literally everyone listening being like, sure, you accidentally read her messages, well, <laughs> but look, I did. if you'd picked up her phone, I feel like that's different from opening up the computer 
computer and seeing that she mm. was logged in. Like I feel like that's – like when you touch someone's phone, someone else's phone is obviously their phone. But mm. if it's your computer, I feel like that's – she's shut on your territory there. <laughs> that's her issue. Yeah. So that's a whole thing. Um, uh, after three days, I ended up talking to her. And I look, I was young. I'd lost a best friend out of having the relationship. Yeah. I didn't want to, you know, throw it all away for nothing. So I forgave her verbally, but it took me a while to realise that I hadn't forgiven her. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Okay. So when you brought it up, and did you bring it up with her or did you just internally forgive her? Uh, no, no. So she ended up after, I think, the third day just calling me and being like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you yeah. being cold <laughs> and distant? Um, I'm not great. I don't have a poker face. Um, um, and I just had, I just blurted it out and said, I saw these messages. And what was her reaction? Um, well, she cried. Oh, right, <laughs> of course. Oh. And it's really hard to do anything when somebody's crying. Yes, like... it's such a mm-hmm. wonderful defence, uh, instant yeah. defence. Oh, fuck it, you're crying. There's I think I've mentioned that in my podcast, I work with a nightmare, like it's hard to be the victim when the aggressor is using the move of the victim. Yes, mm. that's a really, yeah, good really good way of putting it. Ugh. Um, so did she have any explanation for it or was it just a, oh, was just, <laughs> forgive me? She was just flirting. She didn't mean to, yada, yada. It meant nothing yeah. to me. Yeah, all <laughs> that stuff. And I was young and dumb and of the rest course. of the saying. And uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I said, okay, I forgive you. But I, I didn't. It took yeah. me a while to realise, but I didn't. Uh, and and then long? there was just, oh, probably another four months. <laughs> nice, yeah. Um maybe yeah and there was there was yeah it it came down to bad communication bad trust um there were multiple other issues that started occurring we had a big gathering where it was half her friends half mine the first time they'd met and i'd met half of them and she'd met half of mine mm-hmm. and i'm a social butterfly so i just wandered around having a chat getting to know all her friends and getting to know my friends and unbeknownst to me, um, one of her friends had looked over to me and been like, oh, he's pretty cute because she hadn't introduced me yet. Mm. And she got in her head, he's spending so little time with me that my friends don't even think he's with me. Oh, my God. Oh, you can't see it, but I just did a really big eye roll, everybody. <laughs> it was enormous. My eyes are now in the back off of my skull. Off the scale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that led to a fight out inside the building at the end where she stormed off and said don't follow me and then yelled at me on the phone afterwards for not following her and letting her go to a tram alone yes uh, yes How ah the you? hypocrisy of battle <laughs> <laughs> yes that was there was a lot of bad communication there was another time it was her birthday party first time meeting her parents everything else I didn't know a lot of her friends. It was her 21st, so I was like, I know how these work. You need to socialise. I'll make a friend and I'll just hang out with them and let that happen. Yes. No one told me that the friend was renowned for trying to steal her boyfriends. Dag nabbit. <laughs> yes. That was the wrong okay. fucking friend. <laughs> yeah, the one person who was having chats with me. Uh, uh-huh. Again, caused a, uh, a, a fallout even though... It's just like a series of unfortunate events that have just all Mm. been been pictured the wrong way and that you've come out looking like the bad guy when I don't think Mm. you... No, this is all ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So then uh, we were planning an overseas trip together. Mm -hmm. We're going to go to Europe. Uh, And I was starting to wake up in the middle of the night and find her gone and she'd gone to another room and was crying because she'd gotten it in her head that we were going to travel together and break up while (laughs) travelling. Oh, dear. I don't... (laughs) 
Ah, I don't understand that. Like, where did that come from? Where did that come from? Oh, look, deep anxiety, <laughs> I'm sure, yes, a lot so. of other issues. Um, and she was she was struggling with a lot of things. She'd tell me she was she felt like she was in a dark hole and she was never going to get out. She gave up a degree with six months left to go. She was lost and I was her anchor. And I'm not a mental health expert, but I told her that she, towards the end, I told her that she needed to. Yeah. yeah I think, it, and um, we need to normalise that. It, it, therapy's not a thing for broken people. Therapy's a thing for all of the people to learn mm. how to, like, it's, you, like everything else, you need to practice things before you're good at them. And so why would you not go to a class learning how to practice how to human well? God, yeah. <laughs> Therapy is much more than just solving a mental illness. It's, it, yeah. it can unlock and, and, and assist uh, so many different areas of your life. Like communication. Each and every week our lesson is communicate. Mm-hmm. We just, everyone needs to learn how to communicate a bit better. Yeah. But certainly, my, therapy, go to it. Everyone go to therapy. Oh, my favourite metaphor is... Um, Going to therapy is like shoring up the wall of a dam rather than plugging the hole in the dam when the hole's already burst. Yes, yes exactly, yes. exactly. Um, so, yeah, that that was starting to cause an issue and I told her to seek help. She was refusing. So I planned to end it and I went over to her place um, and I'd already, I was like, look, you're not seeking help. That was the, I knew the line in my head. You're not seeking help. I can't be your counsellor. That was my argument. Mm-hmm. Um, and I walked up to her and the first thing she said was, before I said anything, I took on board what you said. I'm going to Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> like, um, I fixed it. You can leave now. That's good timing. And... I I was so I was floundering, but I was still committed to trying to end it. Um, but at and, least she has a therapist to talk about yeah, this potential breakup yeah, with. Right. <laughs> um, and then as I tried to end it, she said, um, "Well, maybe it's better if we break up because I'd rather be with someone who tried to fix things first rather than just end them without trying to fix them." What? Now I was young and didn't really like being called a chicken because no. I was a dude. <laughs> Nobody. No one likes that. I'll see so, you at our wedding. <laughs> I I agreed to keep trying, uh, but it it wasn't working. You, and I you'd already tried to fix things. Mm. Oh, way to make you feel like the victim. Mm-hmm. I'm not fast on my feet. <laughs> when the curveball hits me, it floors me. Yeah, look, and then when you're younger, you're even slower somehow. Like mm. our brains just don't work in our 20s. They just don't. They turn to mashed potato until we're at least 30. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I did that for a week and I verbalised my issues with some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she she messaged me saying she wanted to catch up and she was going to come by my place and then she arrived at my door with all my things in a bag walked in took her things said it was over and then as she left said maybe you should reconsider who your friends are and what you tell them and then left wow (laughs) what so one of your friends so first of all i have two things that i'm angry about here number one like since when is it not okay to talk to your friends about your problems? And number two, who the fuck are your friends that they're going straight to her and being like, oh, my God, did mm. you hear what Sam said? I didn't even really have any friends in common with her, so I don't know who told her. Who, 
Yeah, like who who goes? You oh. know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna overstep this, and even though I'm not really friends with this girl, I'm gonna go straight to her. Like, mm. there's a snitch it's in a the organization. You don't know who mm. it is. Listeners, yeah. I've never you known. can talk with your friends about these things. This is literally what friends are there for—to talk about your life and help you with things and co- provide good companionship and not fuck you over. So. Yeah, wow. Mm. Uh, I then quickly changed my flight that was going to be to France to be to Spain and she (laughs) changed her returning flight and we never crossed paths in Europe. Amazing. Gee. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, That's... (laughs) I just can't get over your shitty friends, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I've had some wild ones. Um, Evidently but... so. How long was the relationship in total, Sam? Uh, it was 10 months. 10 months. And uh, what what started you guys off together? What uh, Did it start? How did it start? Did it start all happiness and really nice? Yeah, it and... started as hanging out as, as friends, a lot in common, yeah. All that sort of the normal shared music tastes, that sort of thing. I was a wanker when I was a younger and very much like, oh, someone else who likes the cat empire. I know I was a douche. Uh, <laughs> it must be meant to be. The yeah. first step is recognizing it, my friend. The first mm. step is accepting you, you ignore the red flags, like the fact that she lived alone with two cats and I'm allergic to cats. Oh. But you see the you see the signs, don't you? Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, rose-coloured glasses, you can't see red flags through those. That's right. <laughs> no, you cannot. Um, yeah, so that was that was a big eye-opening relationship for me. And so um, how did that affect other relationships down the track for you? I think it made me clingier. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I either took the wrong lesson or didn't take the lesson. I, I definitely um, sort of kept letting people walk over me a bit mm-hmm. um i remember to lighten the tone had one date with a girl who was weird mm. um and it's fine to have these interests but first date started going on about how she liked to when she was on a drive keep an eye open for dead animals on the side of the road and watched to make sure they decomposed so that she could collect their skeletons um and she she had an existing large collection of animal skeletons Um, did you walk into her house and just be like what the fuck is going on with all these bones well i never went to her house um so here's here's the kicker uh one other detail she then also on that day started telling me a story about a friend of hers who uh, had seen a dead echidna on the side of the road and decided to check its pouch to make so, sure there was no baby echidna there. Yes, that's a good and thing to do. I was, I was good gonna, thing to do. I was going to jut in she, before. She saw the leg of the the animal and tried to pull it out um, and kept pulling and it seemed stuck uh, until she realised that it was a male echidna and she was pulling on the dead <laughs> male echidna's penis. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Jeez. So this was all communicated to me on a first date. And come here, little guys. I responded to that. Sorry. By asking for a follow up date. Uh, And mm. she turned me down. (laughs) The bone collector turned you down. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Look, probably a lucky break. I feel like if you went to her house, you never would have gotten out. Mm, That's quite possible. Uh, But then that followed on to another relationship that went for six months that screamed red flags in terms of commitment um i literally asked her if she wanted to do to take things seriously and you know whatever and she freaked out 
<laughs> so that wasn't oh a God. great sign. Oh, um, like how soon in did you ask if she wanted to take oh, things seriously? A few weeks. Right. And yet you, you stayed know. together for six months even though she... I, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. a little after that she turned around and said, yes, sorry, I'm not good at this, but I want to. And, oh, and you're I like, I like, can fix her. I can help. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was more like, I'm in regional Australia. <laughs> this is a single woman. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, sure. Um, so that... Uh, the I think uh, the biggest red flag was then when I turned to her one morning in bed and said, "I think I'm developing feelings for you." And she turned to me and said, and looked me dead in the eyes and just said, "I have a feeling for you." Just one. <laughs> just just one feeling. Just she didn't elaborate onto what that feeling I was. I have feeling but, for um, you. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I feel something. Mm. Did she elaborate? No. No. No, no, no elaboration. Single that's, feeling. that's all she wrote. Oh. And what did you one? did that moment just make you did you just like curl up inside yourself and die? Like what do you, um, what do, you do well, when someone says that? She had given so little to that point. Me being the optimist I am when oh. this is a, she's willing to admit this a much. feeling. She has <laughs> a, a feeling. <laughs> Oh, God. I just imagine you now as Joseph Gordon-Levitt in 500 Days of Summer, like, dancing down the street to, like, what oh, a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not far off. Um, oh, this God. this was a girl who was, like, the poster child for emotional un- unavailability. Um, like, we, you know, I bought her a Christmas gift before Christmas. She didn't. Oh. Um, she kept talking about how on New Year's Eve... She was going to be going to her friend's place. Everyone was invited and they were going to see, it was on, on the harbour and they are going to see the fireworks. And I kept hinting that I had no plans. Oh. <laughs> just no, no, until probably a couple of days out, she invites me. Oh, thank goodness, so I, right. <laughs> yeah, but it, it took a lot uh, and uh, we, it was it was fine. <laughs> She, yeah. she was, we, until we, this is another wanky thing. Um, we sat around and her group of friends apparently on New Year's Eve like to do that thing where they go around and say three things from the year they've been grateful for. Oh. I mean, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know what happened there. A little bit of, uh, <clears throat> I'm fine. I just need some water. It'll be a, it'll be a, quick, it'll be a quick meeting at New Year's this year. I, yeah. I mm. And I watched as her friends went around who were in relationships and said they're partners. Oh, yes. Were things they were grateful for, you know? And I said, you know, I'm grateful for meeting this person. Uh, And then she was next and she (laughs) didn't mention me. (laughs) She's like, I'm grateful for food and dogs. She was grateful for rediscovering yoga. (laughs) Oh, that's even worse. That's pretty big. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm grateful for having a feeling. (laughs) Mm, Yeah. Uh, So that was... Uh, a pretty big sign. And did you just justify that in your head as, oh, she probably, she's so private, she just probably doesn't want to say it in front of everybody? Like, you justify those little moments away sometimes, don't you? No. no. I, at that point, I was stewing. I okay, was good. Good. not pleased. Um, I, the next day, dropped her off at home where she lives with her parents. She did not invite me to meet her parents. Another yeah. major warning sign in my mind. Mm-hmm. I went home um, and then... A couple of days later, she asked if I wanted to catch up for dinner. Now, we lived about an hour away. So the dinner place we decided on was a 40-minute drive from my place, 20 minutes from hers. And we got there, and I knew. I was like, either she's breaking up with me, and if she's not, 
she's getting an ultimatum from me that she needs to lift her game. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. And I walked up to her and she said, uh, first, Merry Christmas, and gave me a bag with gifts in it. Um. <laughs> Cool. Well, that's a good sign, right? <laughs> that included a Star Wars mug and a pair of board shorts that didn't fit me. Um, okay. Do you like Star Wars? I I mean, it's okay. Okay. Then does, this gift is a miss. Does the, does the mug Does the mug fit you? <laughs> um, and then she said, "We've got to have a conversation." And she broke up with me after giving me a Christmas gift. And I was like, "What Were is the presents to soften the blow?" I don't know what was. Did going she just on. have junk in her house? She needed to get rid of. Mm. I am so confused. Yeah, no, it was someone who really didn't know. Uh, her line was, "When we're together, it's good, but it took us being a part of a Christmas for me to realise that it's oh. just the sex." <laughs> oh, your sound dropped out a bit for a minute there. What was that? Oh. Sorry, you um, went in lag there for me as well. Um, so she hit me with the line, um, I, I, you know, we, we were really good together when, you know, we were together, but it took us being a part of a Christmas for me to realise that I was just enjoying, like, the physical connection, like the sex. Oh, oh. and so when the sex isn't there, she's like, mm, boo you, uh, not into it. Yeah. <laughs> cool, oh, thanks. I suppose, yeah. I suppose we know what that feeling was. Yeah, just, that was mm, a feeling just, in her mm. nether regions. <laughs> a little tingle I, and that's it. Yeah. So anyway, that All ended. right. Well, this I, is the portion where we want to oh. talk about what you've learnt. What have you yeah. learnt? One more detail oh. straight after yeah, that. please. God. It's not done. Oh, God. I, I hit the apps um, because that's how you move on in my mind <laughs> when I was not <laughs> quite sure. emotionally mature. And that's how I met her. And... Uh, I'd hit the apps the day afterwards just for a bit of an ego boost and saw her profile on the app we met on mm-hmm. and it said she was active three days ago. Oh. Mm. So. That's not She was using fun. it before she broke up with me and a I bit, was like, oh, it's not great. Well, look, you weren't there, man. The sex wasn't happening. She needed the sex <laughs> from somewhere. <laughs> yeah. At least, she, at least she ended things with you, I suppose. I like, feel like all... you end before you go on yeah, Tinder, yeah, Thomas. Uh, yeah. Mm, and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's an order. At, There's a general order. At least, you, you know, at least she eventually got around to ending, like to being honest and telling you, I, I know it's not great, but don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not. Uh, it's better than fucking around behind your back, I but, guess. Yeah, she mm. came clean and went, well, yeah, I don't know. If, why is the bar was. so low? that that makes it better uh, this yeah, makes we, me so cranky <laughs> isn't it good that she broke up with you just after she'd already started exploring good, other options good isn't the word better is the I word. mean it's better that she the did. thing is you don't know how long she was on the app for I just said she was last on three days ago yeah true true she could have been true. on before then that's very true but yeah exactly. that's the pessimist oh. it's, it, that was years ago now so that's okay so wow. what did you learn from all of these ridiculousness and and missed opportunities and mm. emotional unavailability what 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 have you come out of it with Sam uh, I learned that there's nothing wrong with me <laughs> great um, <laughs> confidence no, is I, good. I'm in a three-year relationship now. Good, um, congratulations. And we went kayaking on our first date, camping in a place with no reception on our second. Um, it was kayaking on a one-person kayak with two of us, so we were essentially straddling each other. I mean, um, that's one thing to get things going. Yeah. Um, we went pretty fast pretty early, and I did the same stuff. I didn't hold back. Um, and it's I just so far working out. 
Yeah, well, I mean, she moved to Queensland from New South Wales with me. And that'll, yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. It's gone pretty well. Oh, congratulations. That's awesome. So my, my lesson learned is to not doubt yourself because of the other people. I think that is a really good yes. lesson to learn. Tom, what have you learned from listening to these stories? I, I reckon, uh, well, Sam had the misfortune of being sort of somewhat betrayed by several of his friends, like by a friend. Yeah, so, dirty. So we covered, so it's important to be able to go to for your friends who are close to you to talk about an issue that's a good thing. What is a bad thing is if you are said friend is to then betray that trust. Travel that information back to the person who it's about. No, thank you. So that's rude. Especially if you're not like already her friend first and foremost. Like loyalty, people. That's right. So uh, I suppose uh, choose your friends carefully, uh, everybody at home. Would you yes. Mind, little Liz, what are you, any thoughts? Notice the signs of emotional unavailability in people. I do the same thing. I go for these people who are just like brooding and tortured and like just they're not 100% there for me and I just think it's just because they haven't found the right person to love them yet and you know I don't want to begrudge them that so maybe if I'm just here then maybe you know they'll open up or blah 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 no if somebody is close continually shutting you out of their life in different ways whether that be not inviting you to a party until the last minute or whether that be um, you know not telling not not being open about the way that they feel or being like semi-open about having a feeling but not telling you what that feeling is. I feel like that's a pretty good sign that you guys are mismatched and if you're, you know, an emotionally giving person, you are never going to be fulfilled by being with somebody who won't give you anything. That's what I think I've learned from this episode. Yes, that's uh, very, very valid. Oh, look, Sam, I'm so glad that your story has a happy now. I'm not going to say ending because we're not there yet. I'm not going to push you over the to the <laughs> altar. But I'm happy that you've gotten to a place where you're confident in um, the way that you choose to love people because I think that's really important to not – to not doubt the way that you are as a human and to make sure that other people telling you that the you know that you're not loving them the way that they want to be loved doesn't mean that you change who you are. I think that's really important. So, yeah. Certainly. Um, Thank you. Before we wrap up, Sam, is there anything you'd like to plug? You mentioned a podcast before. Do you want to talk about Tell that? Tell us but, all uh, about it. We'll uh, give you a chance. Oh, yes. Uh, I work with a nightmare done in the style of true crime. Um, I get people to anonymously share stories of... Toxic coworkers or bosses. So um, I work with I work with a nightmare. Is that it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a wild ride. Um, there have been some crazy stories. I look. I would love people to listen, or if they want to share stories as well, they can hit me up. Uh, I keep people's identities anonymous. I repitch voices. We use aliases. I change identifying details because legally we don't want to get sued by yes, companies. Workplaces. Correct. Um, so it's a similar kind of vein to our little show. Uh, you've you've just guessed. He's as very well produced, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, okay. <laughs> ours is see, his is a like a very like true crimey. Ours is nice and chatty and like have a drink mm. with your friends over yes, okay. how shit humans are. And he's like, I'm going to tell you how shit humans uh, are. Yes. 
Um, yeah, I don't it's... know if by the time this airs whether my episode will have been out or not, but I have recorded an episode of I Work With A Nightmare. So if it is out by the time this episode's out, I'll share this through the week as well. So if anyone, means, if anyone wants to have their hand held into Sam's podcast, they can go and listen to Liz's episode. Exactly. Hear a familiar voice on a, on a new podcast. On and he hasn't, podcast. he hasn't repitched my voice because honestly this is some people that I don't give a shit about knowing who I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I think... I think I just released an episode this week and I do them fortnightly. Yeah. So it, your episode is the next one and it, so it'll be not this Thursday but next Thursday. Okay, well, it out. will definitely be out by the time this is out because yes. we record okay. quite far in advance. So yeah, okay. I will reshare just in case you want to hear my tale of woe and then if you get inspired, do contact Sam through the details that he gives on his podcast because... He's looking for guests. We're looking for guests. Everyone wants guests on their podcast. And I'm sure that you all have shitty stories to tell about both work and love because there's so much crap going on in both, especially in 2020. My God. Mm. All right, guys. Sam, thank you so much for spending your morning with us telling us about your crappy dating history. Glad to. Thanks for having me on. And everybody, learn to communicate for God's sake. Gollum has an unhealthy obsession about some bit of jewellery. Doesn't even know this is what the precious is. Stupid therapist. Cookie Monster's a bit of a stress eater. Cookie, cookie, cookie! And homicidal robots really just want their best friend back. I know I did and said things that she regrets. But why is that my problem? But what all these monsters really need is therapy. The podcast Therapy for Monsters finally puts monsters in a therapy chair with a real therapist. Me, Tim, your friendly neighborhood therapist. If you'd like to learn a bit and laugh a bit, check out Therapy for Monsters on your favorite podcast app. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There are known knowns Known unknowns and unknown unknowns, but there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.